A possum holds a woman hostage inside her home. A new device for classrooms will detect when someone uses offensive language. And a goat farm is using facial recognition to stop incest. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's get to it, guys. A possum holds a woman hostage right in her home. A possum has been released without charges after it held a woman hostage inside her home, according to the New Zealand police. You got a lot of wildlife in New Zealand. It strikes me as strange that a possum held a woman hostage. I can see like a saber-toothed tiger or a uh, velociraptor, some of those other insane creatures that you'll find in New Zealand. (laughs) Well, the police received a call over the weekend from a distressed lady who said that a possum was holding her hostage. I would love to hear that 911 call, or I'm sure it's not, the number's not 911 in New Zealand, whatever New Zealand's version of 911 is. Just like, I can't leave my bedroom. There's a possum staring at me with little beady eyes. Those beady eyes, they're so beady. They are, they're beady. Those things look deadly. Uh, They're not so bad, though. You know, they subsist on a diet of insects. And do you know that uh, possums really are the major tick exterminators in the world? They really take care of ticks. It's very good to have possums around, in my humble opinion. This all took place, the possum showdown, at a home in the South Island city of Dunedin. Sounds lovely. We have a quote from a sergeant. All right, here's where I attempt to do a crappy New Zealand accent. I just want to state ahead of time that I apologize to the entire country of New Zealand. This is Sergeant Craig. Well, when she would exit her house and attempt to reach her car, the possum would charge at her and she would flee inside the house. When the police arrived and approached the front door, a juvenile possum came out of the dark. It wasn't afraid. In fact, it climbed right up on an officer's leg. It just wanted some love, after all. This possum wasn't waiting outside to destroy her. It was waiting to just give her a nice hug. The police suspect it was either an escaped pet. I don't know who the hell would have a pet possum. Uh, They also suspect maybe it was separated from its mother rather recently. After apprehending the suspect, the police delivered the possum to a nearby lookout spot on Signal Hill and released it into the wild to prevent further citizen harassment. No harm came to the possum or the officer. Veterinarian and animal behavior expert Dr. Rachel Stratton suggested perhaps the possum was acting out of fear rather than aggression. Here's a quote from her. Well, the typical thing for most wild animals would be to run away. Unless it's a juvenile, it is perhaps still learning how to deal with threats. The possum may have had fewer options for places to run and hide because it was in an urban environment, she also added. I rescued some baby possums behind my apartment over the summer, and uh, I put them back up into the tree uh, adjacent to the mother. Uh, Those of you who followed me on Instagram might have seen this escapade. I felt like I did a good deed Uh, in the morning. Went back down to see if the possums were still there. The baby, one of the babies, uh, didn't make it. So, I mean, it was alive. It just was at the base of the tree, and the mother had taken off with the rest of the pack. 
and this one had been left behind. So my roommate took it to uh, his parents' little farm, and they raised it to a sufficient size and then brought it to a local animal shelter sort of place, animal rescue place. And, um, you know, I, I think it's okay. I think it was okay. Yeah. Adorable. I was holding a baby possum. Never in my life did I think I would be doing that. They're so adorable. You know, they get bigger and they're a little more ornery. Uh, but when they're little tiny little juveniles like this in the story, uh, they're quite lovely. Uh, just a little fun fact we can end the story on. Marsupials were first introduced into New Zealand from Australia in 1837 in order to establish a fur trade, which never took off. With no natural predators other than cats, uh, possum numbers have exploded in this country. They estimate that there is over 50 million possums in New Zealand. Yeah, possums, eh? A device has been invented for classrooms that will sound an alarm when it detects offensive language. A new trigger warning detector has been unveiled during design week in Dubai that will sound an alarm when it detects offensive speech, offensive jokes. This device is a lamp-sized piece of equipment that's intended to moderate debate in classrooms and universities and also manifest political correctness in the world which is what we need more of, right, guys? Political correctness. We need just so much more of that. If we could have more of that, it makes my job so much easier. <laughs> this little device could even be used to check language at dinner parties, it says. Oh, boy, and family gatherings. <laughs> this thing would be going off every two minutes at my family gatherings. Bring this to a Thanksgiving in Boston. <laughs> every, time th- every time grandma makes fun of those Puerto Ricans, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, because grandparents still haven't. Uh, installed a filter on themselves and and I'm fine with it. I'm fine. Yeah. Just let them, let them rant and rave. Let them be politically incorrect. These grandparents. I love it. Uh, It says here, they're hoping that this will encourage some self-criticism and self-detection and political correctness for the culture. It was invented by someone named Zena. This is her quote. By using speech recognition and sound sensors, we were able to program our device to detect very offensive terms, offensive jokes, racist remarks. It all comes through the microphone. And then when it detects an offensive joke, an extremely annoying alarm will come on that lasts about two minutes, two minutes. And then once it goes off, it will allow for an open and understanding discussion between everybody there, the people about what possibly triggered the alarm and what are the possible reasons behind the activation of this device. (laughs) Good job. Yeah, guys, because we need fewer jokes, you know? We just... Well, at least that gives a purpose to Weird AF News. At least I can be offensive. I'll be an offensive voice for the rest of us. How about that, guys? (laughs) They're currently trialing this thing in classrooms and universities with a view to a wider rollout worldwide. Just trying to keep the classrooms safe from offensive language. How about we keep the classrooms safe from guns first, and then we move on to the language. I want a device that lets me know that there's a gun in the classroom, university, or even the party that I'm at or the Thanksgiving dinner. I want gun detectors before I need offensive language detectors. Can we get on that first? (laughs) Please. Can we please? (laughs) This is called failure of perspective, by the way. Now, look, I'm not a parent, but... I would just like to know what the fallout is when you try to keep your child in a very safe bubble all the time throughout their 
adolescent years as they sort of sprout and get themselves ready for the real world. And uh, in case you don't know, the real world, very offensive. The real world is very offensive. What's going to happen when your child emerges into adulthood and finds themselves on the subway? <laughs> the, the offensive language and the offensive sights that are all over the subway. That's just the subway. Never mind the rest of the damn world. This is why we have antidepressants and everybody's on some sort of mood stabilizer because they grow up in a little bubble where they're not allowed to be exposed to any bad words. And then they get into the real world and they go, oh my God, there's so many bad words. What the hell? And then they go to the doctor and they go, doctor, I just, I really had a bad day. Well, what happened today? Well, I was, I was walking down the sidewalk and I, I heard some bad words. <laughs> I can't handle it. Doctor's like, I'm going to give you some pills to help you deal with those bad words that are out there in the world. And then we have a whole medicated culture. Yay. And then I date them. And then I offend them on the first date very easily. <laughs> good, good job, guys. Hey, maybe you think this is good for the culture. Maybe you do. Sure. Uh, call the show. 646-450-2012. It's a little hot topic. I want to hear what you have to say, guys. A goat farm is using facial recognition in order to stop incest. I just want to make goat noises. This is what you get, guys. You get extra. They don't do this on a real news broadcast. Imagine this story is covered by mainstream news. Would you ever hear or see the news anchor start going? This is what you get from Weird AF News, guys. I'm not ready for the mainstream. I'm not right for it. Let's get into the story. Let's learn something about technology and animals and animals and technology combined. There's a farm in Shanghai and they're going to use facial technology to stop incest among the flock of goats. The artificial intelligence technology uses a camera to track the goats that are housed together that might be related to one another based on color coding and by looking at their faces. Although, I mean, don't all goats kind of look the same? If two related goats start trying to mate, this technology will send some staff members at the farm updates on their phone so then they can go into the area and put a stop to it. <laughs> I don't want that job. I don't want to be in charge of stopping two goats from trying to mate. That sounds like a dangerous position to be in. Probably going to get bucked or headbutted or something. Yeah. Do they are they covered in armor when they go in there? I imagine you have to dress up like a knight or a hockey goalie in order to go into the pen and stop some animalistic goats from trying to make a baby. Now, the new system will improve work efficiency and quality, overall quality of the livestock by eliminating incest-related birth defects. Oh, I didn't know that that was important. You don't want the goats uh, interbreeding, apparently. Uh, maybe we could use this device in Kentucky and keep from... <laughs> hey, now! You know those cousins like to get it on in Kentucky, guys! It says it can also recognize other characteristics in each of the goats, including some behavior, body shape, and exercise patterns, as well as early signs of disease, including sore mouth and diarrhea. It uses infrared to measure each goat's body temperature and can alert the staff if it gets a fever. Uh, 
Thanks to this technology, the farm only needs to hire seven people to manage 10,000 goats. Yeah, but those people are going to get whacked when they're trying to split up the mating procedure. <laughs> That's just a dangerous job. These staff members receive updates on their phone, which means they can do other jobs at the farm while the technology keeps tabs on the goat flock. <laughs> I love that. They're doing other things, and all of a sudden, beep, beep, beep. Oh, damn it. What's going on here? Oh, it looks like Myrtle and Tim are trying to mate. We have to break it up, guys. Break it up. Have to turn off the R. Kelly music. Hey, now. Now, this is not the first farm to use facial recognition technology. Another farm in China uses this on pigs to help boost the animal's productivity during a pork shortage. Uh, the artificial intelligence system helps farmers keep a file on each hog's lifestyle, documenting each stage from its birth to its death. This technology is fundamentally similar to those used on humans by keeping a con continuous stream of video frames of each pig's distinguishing features, such as its snout, ears, eyes, and the markings on its head. Okay, then it goes on and on. China is famous for tracking its citizens using this technology, as you know. <laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> oh, man, China. Whew, so glad I don't live there. Just the amount of cameras alone would freak me out living there. There are like millions and millions of CCTV cameras in China, all connected to this facial recognition system that the government looks at all the time. Oh, man, I'd get busted right away. No, no, I wouldn't last there for sure. Just one episode of jaywalking and I'm in the clink. <laughs> I know, I do worse things than jaywalk, guys. I love you, you love me. All the weird news makes me so crazy. It actually makes me happy, to be honest with you. It's the mainstream news that makes me crazy. How are you, everybody? I just want to take a moment just, just, just to say hi. Just checking in with you. How, how are you? How's your temperature? You doing okay? Did you get highly caffeinated today like your boy Jonesy did? Yeah. You need to. You need that in your life. I'm running out of coffee, guys, so the holidays are upon us. If you could just hook Jonesy up with some, some good beans. Just hit me up. Let me know. Or buy me cups of coffee on my website, weirdafnews.com. Hey! I'll get one of those uh, holiday beverages. You know the ones like the eggnog latte. Do you like that one? What about the gingerbread latte? Do you like that one? Do you like the cinnamon latte? What about the pumpkin spice? Don't sleep on that pumpkin spice. I can't do those lattes, man. It's too much dairy. No, I like dairy, but not that much of it. It's just too much... Too much of it, man. I like a, I like more espresso, less cream or milk. That's what I like. I like Americanos. Ooh, an iced Americano. Extra shot. So there's like four shots in it. Oh, just I'm flying. I'm flying on that. It's good stuff. I could talk about coffee all day. Uh, please, guys, consider joining the Patreon if you haven't. That's a good way to support me during the holidays. Happy holidays. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Yeah, get on the Patreon, and you get bonus materials that I put in the Patreon every week. Cool shit, too. And you get that good feeling that you're supporting Jonesy during a tough time. It's called the holidays. <laughs> it's not a tough time, guys. It's the best time. Uh, uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up upon us, and uh, looking forward to that. And then, you know, the Christmas time. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, so... You forget that these holidays are rolling up on you because there's really no change of season here. So it's kind of they kind of creep up on you real quick. You don't even know it. Uh, 
Anyways, I'm rambling per usual. What else? Oh, uh, follow me on Instagram if you get a chance. It's at Funny Jones. You can send me some articles. You can email me. Email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send articles or a response to any of the stories that I put out today. Love to hear from you. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I always welcome communication from the listeners of the show, and I always appreciate it. And I'll always write you back. Not always, but most of the time. <laughs>